January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. September. September has 30. Oh, that would have saved September, you. That, September that does have 30. That would have saved you if I knew to double tap on the pinky. I, I genuinely mm-hmm. do that quite a lot. I'm not going to lie. And I don't know who I learned that from, but I was probably in like second grade. I we may have that. just educated a whole world full of photographers on how to tell. Just the knuckle trick. Yeah. yeah. Screw Honeybuck. Yeah, screw Honeybuck. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, welcome to Shoot the Veil. Today we have an honored guest who I'm so excited to have here, Danielle Lozo. She is an amazing photographer and I've looked up to her and her work for quite some time now. She is constantly on the run, always traveling, always at a wedding, somewhere across the world. So everybody, welcome Danielle. Danielle, I'm so excited you're here and I'm sure Donnie is too. Absolutely. We're excited to kick this off with you. Thank you for yes. inviting me here. This is so fun. I'm it excited. is fun. We're really excited. This is also our first guest on the podcast. So we're, Which I didn't know. Yes. Mm-hmm. No pressure. So no good. pressure. <laughs> we're just having fun. So we come and sit and talk about what it means to be a wedding photographer and all the fun stuff that's involved in that. And how can we all be better as a whole and maybe like learn from each other too. So mm-hmm. Danielle is one of our beta members in Shoot the Veil. So she is here from literally the very beginning, helping us make it a better place. And so if you aren't already following her, go follow her on Instagram. I don't know her Instagram handle, whatever. Just, just you look at it. First and last name. Yep. And don't ask me how to <laughs> spell it either. <laughs> don't ask me how to spell it either. Yeah. Lozo, what did you say? Lozo, rhymes with bozo. Lozo rhymes yeah. with bozo. It's not, it's not spelled sp- that way. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's very got, French. It's got that, that French uh, draw yeah. on it. What do they call it? Um, so today we're just going to kind of ask you a few questions about who you are, what you do, and how you got into the business. So tell me a little bit about how you started. I want to hear about how you started. I started photography out in Los Angeles. Um, I did fashion editor- editorial photography for an e-commerce company. So we worked with brands like Allison Olivia, Marc Jacobs, uh, Tribe, a bunch of different brands that we would kind of you know, shoot them for the e-commerce side. And then we would also do kind of lookbook stuff. Yeah. Um, totally got that job without any experience. I mm. guess I just sold them in the interview, which good Way to for go. me. Yeah. Way to go. And you said that's in LA. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did that for a little while. And then. What was your uh, job there? What were you doing with that? Shooting? Doing the photography. You were the mm-hmm. photographer and you had no experience. No. <laughs> wow. I had, I had zero experience. I mean, I knew, I knew a lot of like Photoshop. Yeah. I was very fluent in pho- Photoshop <laughs> at the time. Cause I think we used like, there wasn't, I mean, I guess there was Lightroom, but it was more Photoshop back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did do photos. I did know a lot about photography. I, at the time I did not own my own camera. Wow. I used the company's camera. Like wow. they provided like a Mark three. It was like, here you go. Cause wow. you sold them that you were this amazing photographer. Yeah. Well, well done. And now she and does that with, she does that. I mean, every day with your brides and you're wow. doing a great job. <laughs> and I mean, seriously, she's got the people skills. You sold yourself and you got right into the, I'm into so that fascinated by that. So I don't mean to like dive too deep, but no. I get ads all the time from some of these big fashion places. I don't know why they send them to me, but they do. And I look at them for the photography. And often I'll look and seasonally it'll change, but I'll look and think, these are horrible pictures. <laughs> but what I love is this conversation that happened at the place and they hired some young person to take the pictures who had never taken a picture. And they're like, no, trust me, this is in. <laughs> and these are going to be great. I'm like, okay, you're cool, I guess. You know what you're doing. It's kind of so cool. like what it was. I'll, I didn't have a portfolio going into it. They were wow. like, you know, do you know, have any photographies? I was like, well, you know, I've... 
I was really, really good friends with a photographer out in LA. He was one of my best friends. And like, you know, I would take, use his stuff and like we would go out and do shoots and like we would do like influencers and stuff like that back when like influencing mm-hmm. was like bloggers, not mm-hmm. social media influencers. And we would I'd use those photos. She was like, do you have anything to show for it? And I was like, well, like, I mean, I have a summer. Yeah. And I was like, there's a self timer photo of me. And they were like, oh, that's really great. It's like, thanks. That's and they're so like, cool. Do you wow. want to start Monday? And I was like, sure. Dude, wow. It was, was just it, meant to be. Yeah. It was a really interesting job. I learned a lot. Yeah. So I want to know more about how you transitioned out of that and started going to the wedding field. Was it like, you got a call? Like, hey, do you want to do my wedding? Or how did that work? So when I moved to Tennessee, I, there was really no fashion editorial jobs mm-hmm. here that I could find that I felt like I was going to make money off of. So I ended up working for a doctor and I got in contact with another photographer here and I sent her an email through her website. And I was like, hey, like I have some photography skills, like I've been doing, you know, fashion editorial photography for a little while and I kind of want to learn how to do weddings. Like I don't really think I don't think I'm going to go down that road think I just want to kind of keep to couples and families because I had did a few of those while I was here just to make extra money and I was like I just kind of want to intern and just kind of see what it's like to see if I like it and I interned for her it's Kristen Jones yeah and I would show up yeah I would work Monday through Friday full-time and I'd show up on a wedding Saturday and Sunday and I would just be like you know like what do I do like you know with my little camera and I was like you know do you want me to just take some like behind the scenes or and I'd did weddings for her and I started seconding for her and then I started associating for her and then she started sending me weddings which is like you know I referred someone to you and yeah. I started booking weddings through that and I think the first year that I worked for her I did 15 of my own weddings that's so great in the first year you're working for her you did 15 of yeah. your own weddings yeah. that like most photographers are like aspiring to get their first 15 or 20 weddings that you it know it was interesting I love that so much because one it was another photographer, multiple photographers, and mainly Donnie, who brought me up and got me into the world of photography and the wedding photography business especially. And that was one reason, like, in the beginning, we were like, we want to provide that for so much more than just yeah. us. Can we mm-hmm. make a space? Because, you know, you start off in the wedding photography world and you're kind of like, hey, is this like a, is this competition over community or is it community over competition? Mm-hmm. And so Christian Jones took you under her wing and she taught you and she, well, um, you already knew a lot then, but she started supporting you. And I love that. I think that's yeah. so cool. Shout out to her. And I, um, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think that's so cool that the, a community helped bring you up and here you are like literally traveling all over the States every weekend. It seems like it's really bizarre. Yeah. Way to go. It's a weird trajectory. I mean, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a weird fast road. Yeah. I didn't really expect that that was going to kind of, mm-hmm. cause I never, I didn't, didn't want to do weddings. I didn't think I liked them. And then when I was doing weddings with her, I was like, I kind of like this. It's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. I like that there was no, I mean, there's a certain protocol with weddings, but there's no like set procedure. They kind of have their own like mm-hmm. thing that they follow. Yes. And I like that they were also very different. Yeah. And I need that. I am not someone that I can't sit down. Mm. So you're not a creature of habit? Oh, you? no. Okay. No. That's fun, yeah. I mean, I knew, my parents knew that when I was a kid. Like, I had two desks when I was in third grade. <laughs> and I was allowed to go from one desk halfway through the day, and then I was able to pick up my stuff and move to my other desk. And I was the only kid that had two desks. Mm. But they were like, she can't sit still. Wow. <laughs> she's up. She's walking around. She's, like, you know, talking to people. And, like, what can we <laughs> do? Your superpower. Yeah. My mom's Seriously. like, can we try, like, 
some type of system. So I was like, I knew that going into something, I was I needed to consistently move. Wow. Way to go. And you knew that, and you now it's your strong suit. I think that's so cool. Yeah. So there's probably a lot of photographers listening to this that are relatively new. Um, and then for those that aren't, who are more veteran, they could think about Kristen giving back to you. Could you talk about that brief moment where you were both working for her and starting your own business, really, um, sort of beside her? What was the first wedding like that she just said, hey, I'm not going to do this one. This is yours. Or did it work that way? How did the first one go where you decided I'm going to be my own person? I don't I do know there is several weddings that she would let me have the reins mm. that she I think she felt and she was there. Yeah. And oh, she'd be yeah. like, you know, you can go do it. I know you can do it. Yeah. And like, I was like, oh, okay. Are you sure? <laughs> sure. You know, and like, of course, you're always consistently looking for feedback. Like, was it okay? You know, did I do all right? Yeah. Um, and then I don't, I don't remember when it switched. I really don't. Cause it's, it's been a while, but she's always been an amazing supporter. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. That's a great thing for seasoned photographers to hear like they can raise up their second shooter to a point of leadership and they could even at that wedding or at several like I loved having a great second shooter that I could trust with everything mm -hmm. like that's sort of the dream of the of the business owner is to have the assistant who could kind of rock it all yeah so she had that for a while but then she was yeah. aware that okay she's kind of flying out of the nest now yeah I think it's at one point like we still to this day, still work for each other. Oh, that's, that's so great. great. Yeah, so I, like sometimes if she needs someone to associate something and I'm free, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Vice versa. You know, or I'm like, hey, I need, I don't, I don't have a second shooter, and she's like, I'll come help out. And like, it's nice to have that friend mm -hmm. that you can kind of look at and you know exactly what that person needs or is telling you to do without having to kind of explain it. Yes, you can kind of let them have the reins and yes. give you exactly what you want. And then yeah. it's also it's nice to have someone there just to help. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I have to have those people and they know who they are. Andrew Cunningham, Isaac Carraro, Hayes Porter, all those guys, Alyssa jeans. And they, we just know how to work with one another, with one another. Yeah. And it's just like, we go, we know, yep. Okay. Go tackle this, go tackle this. And it's, mm -hmm. and we all run our own businesses and yeah. we just all team together to help each other out. That's so fun. That's awesome. That's so fun. Okay. Yeah. So one more question. I say one more. There's, there's a, there's a ton more. It's like when I'm on the shoot. Well, yeah. Okay, one, one, more, one, one more. We're gonna one do more. one more. I was talking with someone last night. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna say one more a lot. Yeah. It's, I'll let you know when we're done. Yeah, just, that's fine. We're just gonna uh, keep going. That's fine. Um, what kind? Of, okay, for those that don't know, you probably do know. She is mainly destination. From what I see, you are like, like you said, you're going to Florida. What, like tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. So she, she just got back in town yesterday from a wedding, going right back and. Mm -hmm. knocking three out in Florida, which is yeah. awesome. Um, what, or should I say how, how did you start getting your name out all over, really everywhere? Did it grow from one wedding kind of just, you know, domino affecting all over the place? What, did, was it something intentional that you were doing or? It, I think it had a lot to do with the domino effect. Mm -hmm. um, I, I shot, say like a wedding, down in the keys mm -hmm. and you post on Instagram and you do all your tags. And then it was like, I would get another inquiry for that area. Mm. And it's like, well, you know, here's my stuff. Like this is my travel fee. And they're like, okay, great. And it just, it started to snowball from that. A lot of clients came from Instagram um, or like I shot a wedding in Charleston back in 2021 that got featured on carrots and cake. Nice. 
And that just kind of, I got probably four or five weddings just from that one publication. Way to go. Which mm -hmm. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Yeah. So when I got the email, I was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. cake. Like, I've, I follow this, you know? Yeah. And then I was noticing that, like, I'd get an email from, like, another potential client saying, like, hey, they, they saw this wedding on Carrots and Cake. You know, they loved it. They loved the coloring. They loved the editing. And then it was just like they'd book and then that's someone else. Mm, that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. So it really was that kind of snowball effect of, okay, one wedding here, mm -hmm. one those people, the bridesmaids here, here, or the family here's over yeah. there. And we've had a so lot cool. of sister weddings. A lot of, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I have a few families that will just, uh, hey, uh, after this one, like they have like four or five daughters and like you're going to take care of all of them. I'm like, mm -hmm. great. So, yeah, but how does that turn into destination? Do they live in those places and they're flying you in? So, a lot of clients don't. Yeah. live there right uh like this past saturday i shot a wedding out in uh, toledo ohio but we did their engagement session in charleston and they're from charlotte uh, wow yeah so okay. we i already had a wedding that weekend that we did their engagement session so i was like hey that friday i fly in around 10 o'clock we can do a sunset session you know are you do you want to book it for that day and they made like a little weekend out of it just the two of them they mm -hmm. love charleston they're from charlotte so they must go down a lot and then they ended up booking me for their wedding. And then it was like, well, it's going to be in Ohio. Is that something you could do? And I was like, yeah. Mm, that's so cool. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, I was definitely thinking of you this past weekend. I had an emergency wedding. I say emergency because <laughs> the groom booked me for the wrong day. Oh, no. Yeah, it was crazy. So he booked me for July 2nd. And he texted me um, on May 20, no, May 30th. And he said, hey, we still good for this week? Super pumped. Because I hadn't sent any like follow-up on here's what to do. And I'm, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm choking on my coffee. And I look down. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, mm -hmm. wait, does he mean June 2nd? Because it's definitely booked for July 2nd. I go through my honey book. And I'm like, July 2nd. I go through four different messages that we've sent. And it's July 2nd, July 2nd. And turns out he got it mixed up. And it was actually, it was actually supposed to be on June 2nd. I said, heart hurt. oh, no, that I was freaking out. I was freaking out. I was so scared. Um, and he happened to be one of my friends, too. So we had met before. And, we, and then he, later, was he like, would you do my wedding? I'm like, yeah. Um, and so I messaged him, like, dude, you booked me for July 2nd. Yeah. You are so lucky. I'm going to be there. <laughs> but then I hopped and drove seven and a half hours because no, no time to. Was that where you were in North Carolina for? Yeah, I was in North Carolina for that. Oh, my gosh. And so I'm like. Oh, I was so scared. So I, you know, got packed and I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> got on the road and moved some things around. But I was thinking, wow, she's a trooper for being able to do this, like on mm. the go. And yeah, you're like, you didn't have another wedding. Mm -hmm. Oh my, I don't know what I would have done. No, I was like freaking out. Like I was like, I hesitantly just checked my calendar. Like, please don't be something yeah. else. Yeah. And there wasn't, but I did that last year. I did a big oopsie. I did a Double book or miss book? Well, it was a, I don't, I don't have a very good calendar in my head. Uh -huh. So, when, <laughs> and I love HoneyBook, but sometimes it doesn't tell you like, oh, hey, like you're booked the next day mm. on this, in this state. That's why I have Google Calendar now because that oh, they, yeah. I, I linked all of my calendars just to Google Calendar. This is everyone who's on HoneyBook. HoneyBook's great for the booking process and yes. sending it out. Their calendar, however, will get you screwed over a few times. Mm. HoneyBook, if you're seeing this, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. Um, 
but go to Google Calendar and link your calendar to Google. And then every time you schedule something on HoneyBook, you can have an automation to where it'll give you a reminder a week before, three days before, day of, and a couple hours before. That's helped me a lot Mm -hmm. in just the past month because I did, I double booked myself and I didn't, so I, I, I associated it out, but. Wow. If I had had it all figured out, then it would have been good. But yeah. G Cal. Yeah. This wedding was, I think, uh, it was a 29th wedding and it was in uh, Greer, South Carolina. And then I had already booked a wedding on September, or sorry, September 30th in Greer. And then the 10 1 was in Milan, Tennessee. Oh, yeah. Can't do two places at once. <laughs> it's like, so my mother flew in the couple days before and we drove out to Greer and we put a mattress in the back of my car no way and <laughs> you know where this is going a lot of people watching this might like my friends are probably be like oh my god I think we may have mentioned this on like last month's live call yes yeah. I think yes, we did yes I don't I've remember done a, I've done a few of these but this one was a complete oopsie because I didn't I thought there was more dates in September I thought there was like <laughs> September th- I was right? like I've got September 31st I didn't realize that it ended on the 30th oh, man. I wasn't doing the whole like knuckle <laughs> I was about thing. to say the knuckle <laughs> thing right I'd be like January yeah. February yeah and uh she, she flew in and we had the whole car set up we drove to Greer and we ended up getting caught in a massive hur- uh, hurricane on the way it was Hurricane what? Nicole I think going through wow. South Carolina at the time and then we left there that night and we drove as far as we could I would slept, she would drive, and we would drove like say five and a half, six hours, and then we would hop in the back. We stopped at a Love's gas station. Yeah, there we you cuddled go. in the back of my SUV, <laughs> me and my mom. <laughs> That's cute. And then we got up probably three or four hours after that, and got to like drove the rest of the way into Milan, which is about two and a half hours, and then we shot. I shot that wedding. Wow. She just doesn't give up. That's to all the brides that may be watching. Just go to her. Even if that happens, she's got you freaking covered. Mm-hmm. She will drive through the Damn. night. Don't do what I do. Don't. Yeah. So dumb. So Man. Dumb. <laughs> wow. It's not smart. I won't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Look now. <laughs> I, I I did I did something like that except I just was like nope not not doing it so I just I sent someone the wedding I was like go ahead and take care of it. Mm. You said no to one. No no well I well it wouldn't have worked I was booked on the same day and I was like and I already had my whole team knocking out one wedding. But you tried to figure it out in your head before you said no didn't you? Oh, I didn't say no. No, I didn't say no. I just said, I've got someone who's taking care of your wedding. Unfortunately, I am unable to be there. You yeah. still booked it. But you still did. Well, I still booked yeah. it. I, this was before, this was unfortunately like a month before the wedding. And I was like, good God. I can't, yeah. I, you know, I didn't realize what happened. Um, and it was also because of my calendar mess up. Um, it so can happen. It can happen. And now I'm, I check my calendar genuinely probably 30 times a day there's only 30 days in september yes if anyone <laughs> maybe that's the know. title of the podcast hey, it, and, only and 30 uh days in september and i think <laughs> in june is it only 30 something See, like that i don't that? Even know how to do that yeah yeah okay january. so they're like ah yeah june has 30 so june has 30 yeah because july I, would have 31 august has 31 so you like double on your pinky yeah that's what it that's what it is. <laughs> so January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. September, September has oh, thirty. That would have September. That, September that does have thirty. If I knew it's to double the, tap on the pinky. I, I genuinely mm-hmm. do that quite a lot. I'm not gonna lie, and I don't know who I learned that from, but I was probably in like second grade. I we may have that. just educated a whole world full of photographers on how to tell. Just use your the knuckle trick. Yeah. 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 
Screw Honey Buck. Yeah, Screw Honey Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, Let me see. I've got uh, the 31st <laughs> open. Wait, nope, not yep. that day. That's oh, so boy. crazy. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking of, there's so many things I can learn just from talking to you. I'm trying to figure out what are some questions. Okay, so yeah. if I'm if I'm wanting to go into destination photography, you're really good at it, but it seems like you're accidentally good at it. Like it like not good at it, but like getting them. Like you you did you the right stuff. You are, you are good at it, but yeah. you're intentionally good <laughs> at it. You accidentally just have become like the boss at doing them. Like you get tons of them. If I'm not that way and I want to be that way, how do I get more destination weddings? That's a long way to get to that question, but how do I get more? It's <laughs> hey guys, I want to take a break really quick just to invite you to shoottheveil.com. If you're not already a member of our community, we would love to have you come check it out. Listeners of the podcast, we're throwing in like a free month for you. Use the promo code podcast when you go to shoottheveil.com and sign up, get your login, jump in. We're we're community photographers just like you. And if you want to create a really cool business doing something you love, we want to help you. That's what we're here for. Sam and I created this for you, but it's really about the community creating something for each other. So if that's for you, jump in. Can't wait to see you there. You have to put your, if you want to do a wedding in Florida, you have to put yourself there to do it mm. or be willing to pay your travel. Mm. Some of the destinations that I did, I paid my travel. Yeah. Well, you can expense it. It's a business expense. So it sure. did work out for me in the long run. But it's one of those things where if you want to be in Charleston, shoot a wedding in Charleston, Go or to Charleston. try to find a client that's there, or an engagement session, connect mm -hmm. with couples, find someone to say, I just shot this engagement session in Charleston, and then like plug the you know heck out of it on Instagram. Yeah. Wow. And so people see that, like, oh, she travels. And it's like when someone inquires for, say, a Charleston wedding, you can always say, like, oh, hey, like, I've only done an engagement session there, but I'm willing to pay my travel yeah. right. to get there to shoot your wedding. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if that couple is willing to, like, say, buy a collection package and not have to pay travel, you just got yourself your first travel wedding. Boom. So you took you took travel <laughs> expenses off the table and just says, and you just say, I as I'm, I'm the same as if I were living there. Mm -hmm. That's genius. I'm very lucky though because, like, my parents live up in Boston. My grandmother lives in Charleston. My, good. my cousin, who I'm very close to, lives in Florida. Uh, I My best guy friend's mother lives in California, so when I go to California, I just stay with Peggy. I love Peggy. Yeah. Okay. So you've That's got some great. regional connections. I have, I have like, people in great places. That's so good. I just, I'm coming to you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. stay hey. in this night. <laughs> okay, but go back. I want to I get more detailed. Yeah. So if you want to do an engagement session in Charleston, if you want to shoot in Charleston because you love the city or whatever, how do you find that engagement session in Charleston? Oh, I'm sorry. I just hit your mic. Um, <laughs> so I, in the past, have posted on, like, HoneyBook has great community opportunity forum that you can say, hey, like, I think I posted something in California once where I was like, hey, I'm in California. I was shooting a wedding in Santa Barbara. Um, I'm looking for just a couple that wouldn't mind going, like, on the beach mm. in, like, I mean, I don't shoot on Venice Beach. because, uh, But I was like, Zuma Beach, you know, somewhere cute. I was like if anyone's interested and I got like four or five people that inquired. Cool. Wow. Wow. And okay. you just schedule it with them and say, hey, these are the time frames that I'm available. Like I'm only in town for this amount of time. Yeah. And, and you could write that just, off, honestly. Like yeah. if you just wanted to take a trip to Charleston, mm -hmm. you could make it like, hey, I'm going to Charleston this summer. You could say, I'm going to be here these four days. Who wants an engagement session for free? Yeah. And now you write the whole trip off. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's so cool. And, and I've done, I, me and my buddy Andrew Cunningham, we had a couple who one of my some of my best friends 
live in Hawaii and two years ago we're like we want to they were they're influencers and we're like let's let's go let's just go we want to get out we want to get out of Memphis and we want to be able to do weddings in other places so we're like we're gonna pay and we're not gonna charge them we're gonna say let's meet in Hawaii and do a shoot for a day or two and they agreed to it and we bought our flights we bought the hotel and we're like let's just go and doing that one thing just snowballed I feel like I know it snowballed my business and I know and I'm sure snowballed his as well but it was something about we got out and we were what appeared to Instagram desired somewhere else we Mm -hmm. obviously we wanted to go there but to all of the people that were following and all the people who were you know watching us they realized this is something that's wanted and that in this these photos and this brand is it's cool in other places and it just did something to you know our mm-hmm. clientele around here and so i'm forever thankful just being able to go and I, you know we spent you know however much money going to hawaii 100 percent worth it and we mm-hmm. had a great time we met some cool people so yeah just like just like you said if you want to go do something cool go do something cool if you want to yeah. go out just make it happen it costs a lot sure to fly now though that's mm-hmm. the only like yeah. the downward bummer that like back like when covid happened like I, I got a flight to is it Portland? Usually it's like a usually like going to like Spokane or Seattle or Portland is like a $900 flight. I think right. you got a flight for $250. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. It was great back then. Now it's yeah. not so nice. It's like nope. 6 $700 just to get to Portland, which mm-hmm. you got to put I don't know which one it is. <laughs> it's somewhere over here. Um, That's cool. But yeah, check. I mean, I would definitely like say to someone like check your hotels, see mm-hmm. how much that costs. Mm-hmm. Check your flights. You're going to need a rental car unless it's a city that you can really Uber. Like I just shot a wedding two weekends ago in NOLA. I didn't get a rental car. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't have to have the client pay for that. You know, I only budgeted for them to pay for enough Ubers. And I Ubered around the city the entire time. Yeah. yeah. So as long as it's a city that you have those capabilities, but some of them don't. Like if you're out in, I don't know, the middle of nowhere. Right, right. You can't like Uber. For, I was like, we flew in last weekend to Detroit. We stayed kind of near Ann Arbor, and mm-hmm. then we had to drive to Toledo. So I was like, I had to get a rental car for that because I don't think an Uber driver is going to want to drive me like an hour into Toledo from right. Detroit. That's so funny. I use the app Turo. Ever used Turo? I've heard so many bad things about really? that. Really? Yeah. I kind of like it. It's, 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 I've used it a few times. I like it. I know some people that rent cars and make a great, great living renting really? cars. Yeah, it's cool. It's a whole like side business with it. I've just started to get into Airbnbs. Okay. Just started renting Airbnb. Yeah. Like I just like for Florida, I just got an Airbnb today. Mm-hmm. That I was like, ooh, it's got a private pool. That is cool. Yes. There you go. There you go. Oh, I'm yeah. by the beach, but like you know, it's a private. It's like a kidney pool. I'm like, this. You is You get awesome. to relax for the the five hours you're not shooting a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to Disneyland. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you told me that. Thursday. Good. There so you go. get to I'm enjoy so it. I'm that's so, so fun. That's so fun. Donnie, okay. So if you want to do destinations, <laughs> go to that place. Say, yeah. hey, I'm here. I need some cute couples who want to do a fun shoot. We got an engagement session. You may come back to do their actual wedding when they that's get. That's happened to me. Yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah. Or you get their friends or whatever, but you got to show up in those cities. You don't just get randomly called to go somewhere that you've never been or you had no interest in as much as you would as if you were going to those places trying to be there. Yeah, typically it's always the cities that I've yeah made a mark. Made an in. effort to yeah, be in. Yeah, to be in. That's so, so cool. help me with this because this is in undoubtedly in the, the minds of other photographers, is why don't they just hire me? I'm in that city. You know, why I've would had, they fly you in there? I've had so many people at weddings, like, like uh, you'll get the random, you know, guest at the wedding, and like, oh, you know, where are you from? And you're like, you tell them where you're from. And they're like, why'd they fly you in? Like, yeah, who are <laughs> you? Honestly. 
<laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know, there's so many photographers in Toledo. There's so many photographers in Boston. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to come down to is personality. Mm-hmm. You jive with just certain people. Like there was this one client that I just shot their wedding up in Boston and we just got each other. Like we, I, any client that books me, you have to video call with me. Okay. You Good. cannot book me without FaceTiming or Zoom. Yeah. 30 minutes on Zoom is all they allow now. I just want to see your face. I just want to see your guys' personality. I just want to hear how you talk. Mm-hmm. Inflections in the way that we operate in person is so different than email. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's so, you know, that is so good. We actually talked a lot about this and the wedding photography industry is so much more than taking photos on the wedding day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that's, oh, that's, that's the easier part. It's just like, yeah. okay, yeah, you can take photos on the wedding day and you do a great job of that. But what are you doing that no one else is doing? How are you connecting with your client? How are you just, you know, having a personality with them and having growing a friendship? That's one of the big things that people pay for. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I want to see the service aspect. Yeah, I know what I'm going to get out of the wedding. I'm going to get my wedding photos, but what else what, what else is going to come from this? Mm. You know, and these people are with you. And I tell this to every client that we Zoom. If you don't want to book with me, that is totally fine. Yeah. I don't take every client that I Zoom with. Yeah. I am fine sending an email being like, hey, you know, I love that we got to chat. We had a fantastic chat. However, just talking with you and hearing kind of your vision, and it is a co-collaboration process, this whole thing. I really think that you would be suited for, I'll give you a list of photographers that I think that they would work fantastic with. I am totally fine referring someone and saying- That is crazy. You've you've done that. Yes, I've done it several times. That's a baller move. That is, that's top notch. It's just, it's what I've learned over the years that you work, if it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I completely let that go. I'm not gonna force someone to book with me. I don't wanna make someone have to work with me. There's people that don't book with me that I'm like, oh, I just really love that vision Mm -hmm. or just them just didn't work. And that's totally fine. I've never had the guts to say that. I've just (laughs) had much more expensive prices for that particular date (laughs) than other dates. You're so mad. (laughs) Oh, that's the weekend that I'm double the price. If you want to pay 20 grand, I'll be there. (laughs) But um, otherwise, I'm so sorry. You're so mean. I mean, I had, I was it last... 2021, I already had a wedding booked in October, and at one October date, and they had booked me like a good year in advance. And I got an email from a couple that are huge TikTok influencers, and mm. they got ma- they were getting married, and they're like, it's going to be in people. Oh wow! Oh I wow! I mean, it just eats you, eats you alive. Yeah. Like I'm sitting at my computer, like, oh. mm. yeah. Like what do I write? You know? And I've got everyone on my shoulder going, just cancel the other one. I was like, yeah. no. <laughs> Oh, I know. I can't. I you can't. can't. You can't. I'm be. so obligated to those people, and like, they were gonna pay about the same amount of price. Yeah. So like, sure, the other one had a. Had they, had they already booked the other couple? Had they already set the deposit and everything? Oh yeah, they they had paid okay. me like oh, well in advance. Oh wow. And so people were like, oh, just associate the other one out. And I was like, I can't. I have an honor system within myself. Yeah. That if someone books with me, I have Good. to stay true to you. It's huge. Everybody learned from that. <laughs> I can't. Good. There's just that morale in me that like, if someone did that to me. Priceless. I would just, do they not like me? Was my wedding not good enough? Did mm-hmm. I not have that arch that they, you know, that's super big on Instagram now? Or did I not have Paracel? It's just, there's so many things that I feel like would go through my head. Yeah. But it's really, it's not about the wedding, it's about the marriage. 
Mm, yeah. So it's like you you're going to be you're you will be blessed for that decision because that that is that goes so much more than just business. That just mm -hmm. shows who you are, and you stayed true to the couple that booked you before, and that's so great. Turned on People Magazine. That's eh, fine. Man. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. Honestly, you. but you said, okay, I want to re revisit one thing. You said you were, you were posted and, and published in magazines. Do you know how you went about doing that? Cause I know it's a big question for like starting off photographers. How do I get published? Obviously like you can go to the knot.com and two bright lights.com was how I got started getting mm -hmm. published. Yeah. Two it's bright lights. Yeah. It's 14 night. I mean, I'm giving all my secrets away. That's what shoot the veil is all about. That's what I know. It's about. So many of my friends are going to be like, Daniel, shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Two bright right. lights. There you go. Uh, yeah, I've yeah done two brightlights.com. Okay. It's fourteen ninety five a month. Yeah. Uh, when I got started and like I would I obviously like when I was getting started, I wouldn't post like what I seconded or associate because those were not my weddings. For like, sure. Mm -hmm. Um and don't do You're that. You're a good don't person. Ever do don't that. do that. Um but any of the weddings, like the smaller weddings, like out in Starksville, Mississippi, or mm -hmm. you know, a small wedding that I did in someone's backyard, you know. Right. I would just find publications and then when I started booking I don't want to say bigger weddings, but I Weddings that had a different price point, or you know, that's what they are. The yeah, weddings. It's okay to say. Um, I always feel weird saying. That. I know it's okay. Um, it's you're ta we're talking to photographers, not brides. I know, mm -hmm. and it's just in case of that one. Just client. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do censor sometimes. Uh, uh, but I would just be like, oh, you know, I'm going to try to submit this cute wedding, and it would get published on you know different publications. Like one was it like Sweden, uh, like it's like Sister Vale or something like that. Uh, but then it started to become like where we started working with bigger weddings and they had coordinators and coordinators a lot of times will mm -hmm. submit stuff. Yep. That's how carrots and cake happened. That's um, so cool. Yeah. Thanks and for then, sharing that. That's, that's, yeah. I was wondering about that. Cause you know, I've been published and I'm not even sure how once well, I did one wedding and it somehow got published in like six different magazines and someone's like, how do you do it? And I'm like, dude, honestly, I don't even know how that <laughs> happened. <laughs> so yeah. Sometimes I get emails from yeah. people that be like, "Hey, like you, we know you shot this wedding." I'm like, "Yeah, how'd you find that? Yeah. How'd you how'd you awesome. know that?" Yeah, and With sometimes like sometimes the clients will tell me like, "Hey, I submitted you know my wedding for this, this, and this. Is that okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. it's your photos. Do what you want you own with them. them. Yeah, you want to put it on a billboard mm -hmm. in downtown LA? Pay that price, but that's fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Well, you know, there was two things I would say. Two bright lights is awesome, mm -hmm. um, and for all of those kind of things packaging a a presentation for a magazine like is a it takes you like an hour okay but you put them in a in a dropbox these days you can put them in dropbox or two bright lights you submit it thinking as like this is what it would look like if this if this were a spread i think this would be cool it was barn chic or it was this or minimalism or whatever you think would be a cool story do the work for them and they'll be like oh yeah we're looking for content they're all looking for content yeah so that's easy, number one. Number two, I actually sold submission to brides because wow. could, I could go to um, a few regional magazines. Okay, so like more local? or yeah. Well, regional like Southern Bride okay. would yeah. be one. Um, but you could go to those and say, I want a full spread and I'm going to do a story about this wedding um, and I'm going to do it. And I, maybe I team up with the planner or the designer and say, hey, this bride, she's going to be awesome. I know you're going to do a great job. We're going to submit this to Southern Bride. Um, but it's actually I'm buying a spread. And the spread's 2000 bucks. So I just tell the bride, hey, if you want to be in the magazine, you'll have a two-page spread. It's 2000 bucks. 
I'll do all the work and you get to be in a magazine. And, and they awesome. do that. That happens several times. Wow, that's so cool. Because then that, that bride gets all those magazines. She gives them to her, her family. And like, she's just, you know, she's a star. When do you get to be in a magazine? Yeah. Yeah, that so is fun. true. That is true. So then I would take the magazine to my frame shop and say, hey, put this into a frame. And he would cut out the cover and her spread. Yeah. And it looks, you know, hanging on the wall. I tried to do that with something from Hobby Lobby and it didn't look yeah, as good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked horrible. Yeah. And it started to fall. Yeah, it's good funny. for you getting it framed. I should yeah, have done that. That is yeah. cool. That is I don't cool. know where those magazines Anyway, it's are. cool, though, but it gives you a way to get published. That is yeah. good to know. That's good to know. There's a lot to learn from just the few minutes we've been on here. I think that's so fun. I hope I can give some tips. Okay, well, let's go back to destination stuff. You're doing great, just generally. But So thinking of you as a destination photographer, go through like your routine when you're packing. What do you take with you? How do you, how do you manage that world? Because that's kind of a pain in the butt. So... I just literally unpacked my suitcase from Michigan mm -hmm. this morning and put all my Florida stuff in there. Um, I roll my clothes military style. Okay. Um, but I actually, I have one camera bag that I've had for five years. This thing's amazing. It's a uh, t uh, case logic okay. from Amazon. Kind of basic. It is so basic, <laughs> but it fits under a plane seat in front of me. I okay. don't nice. have to check that bag. There you go. Yeah. Super important. Yeah. And if I feel like if the plane's a little too small, I'll upgrade my seat to make sure I don't have to check yeah. it. Okay. Um, but I pack about three cameras, three lenses in this one case logic, uh, two cases of like three cameras, two lenses, three lenses, she said. three, three cameras, three lenses, three lenses. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them are set up. One's taken apart and then three lenses on one side. Okay. Nice. And then I put two, two flashes with two mag mods and my seven, my 24 to 700, wait, sorry, 24, 24 to 70, 70, 70 to 200. 200. Oh my Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I put that in my suitcase. And okay. if they look at me and they're like, sorry, we got to check your bag. I have this tiny thing that's about this size and you undo it and it turns into another backpack. Yeah. So I take my two flashes out, yeah. my batteries and my 70 to 200 and yeah. I have another bag so they can take the suitcase. Like I don't need it. Take it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Smart. So yeah. So it should not ever get checked. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So important. I know. I have, I have a system for everything. Like, don't ever book your flights past 10 o'clock. But uh -huh. it sucks to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning, I know. Like, tomorrow. I have, to, I have my alarm set for 3. <sighs> don't ever book a flight after yes. 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's delays, when you run into more delays. Yeah. 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 Any bit of weather yeah. anywhere in the country Anywhere in the country that your plane's you. coming from, yeah. Yeah. So important. I would always book travel a day before the day I should normally be traveling just in case of delays, but also I would use it as a scout day because this yeah. is a new city. Yeah. So if I get there on Thursday for the Saturday wedding, um, then it's cool and I'm relaxed. But I would always tell the brides, like, you're going to pay for an extra day of hotel because I don't want to be arriving the night before your wedding, just in case. Yeah. And, and it's really simple to write an email, say like, hey, like I've got two options to my travel package. This is what it looks like with me arriving the day before. Mm -hmm. And this is, a, this is called the comfort package. Mm -hmm. So if you want me to arrive the day before the day, you know, the day yeah. before the wedding to make sure that I get there on time and I'm there for your wedding, you can book this travel. Yeah. People go, oh, yeah, I'm going to book that one. Easy. Because they right. just, they want, and I always, anytime I arrive, I land and once I get my rental car, I always text my couple and say, hey, peace of mind, I'm yeah. here. Right. Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So travel's important. What you bring Ooh. on the plane, you're not checking anything. It's all with you. Yeah. Um, what about data management? How do you keep, how do you ensure that the images are safe while you're traveling? 
Um, so I have two like Amazon card cases. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I separate my cards. Good. So like my backup goes in one case. What I'm going to put on my computer goes in another. That's one goes awesome. in one of my in that camera bag, mm -hmm. and the other one is on me. Yeah, like in my fanny pack or whatever I'm wearing. Good. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, important. That's she sounds so solid. Mm -hmm. She's just like boom, boom. I, yeah. if, if there's something that go wrong, she's got to cover it. I yeah. never like if if I'm traveling and I haven't checked into my hotel yet, I never leave my bag in my car. It's on my and it stinks to have a backpack that's that heavy on your back. I walked around Chicago for I think it was eight hours with that backpack on my back until I could check mm. into a hotel. Yep. Wow. Yeah. What would just, stink more is losing twenty thousand dollars of cameras. Yeah. <sighs> that would stink. Yeah. That would stink. I never want to write that email. Mm -mm. Oh, that's like that. I was a. Uh, uh, when I left for North Carolina the other day, I'm driving and I pulled over and I'm like, "What if somehow when I was at Starbucks and then I don't know what was that and then I like flip I'm like checking like, all my pelicans and I'm like, <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, I've, yeah, I've stopped on the side of the road and like frantically gone to the back of my car in my suitcase and like looking for that card pack that I'm like, yeah. I know I put it in there. Yeah. But it's that it's that intrusive thought of like, you don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's oh, not that'll, in the that'll car. keep you up at night. That'll oh, keep man. you up. Yeah. Oh yeah. man. That's so crazy. It's the worst feeling in the world. Because like is. even like when I shot a wedding in Jamaica, I was super nervous about leaving my camera gear in my hotel just because like I don't know. Yeah. Any hotel I feel like you know, yeah. mm -hmm. so if I go out and I know I'm going to be gone for a lot of the day, I'll just take my backpack with me. Yeah. Good. Good. In the car. I would always at least take like the, the main camera, yeah. the main lens. Yeah. Like, okay. I can at least shoot the wedding if something yes, bad. Yes. Yeah. You I hide my stuff too. What you need. Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking of this right now. This is kind of off topic, but still in the same flow. You need an Amazon storefront with all of your like what yeah. what you I need. Even do that. Oh, I'm I don't know. So I was hoping you knew. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, just like post it in your bio for all the photographers listening. Like, yeah. Well, I want that bag. The essential gear. Do you know? List. I the shoot on Yowongo flashes from Amazon. Really? There's, yes. Everyone, all your flashes, like I like looking at your work and all the flashes. I'm like, you're just amazing. Yeah. Oh, you're, are you? I, I tell this flash what to do. Yeah. Okay. I buy them in bulk. I have like 10 of them. Yeah. Wow. I pack one in my camera bag, two in my suitcase. Yeah. My parents have two at their house. <laughs> so if I'm know. up in Boston, I'm like, oh, I got flashes already up there. They're yeah. $75. I know someone, I know someone's going to watch this and go, wow, that's yeah. so like, unprofessional. Wait, are those, those don't have uh, ETTL. So is it, do they? It's all manual. Okay. So it's, it's all manual. Yeah. yeah. I but shoot, it's remote like, flashing. It's remote triggering. No. No, no, it's, it's speed no. lights. It's speed lights. You it's put them on a the hot shoe. Yeah, I have them. Yeah, one over six. Usually I'm at one over 16. Yeah. And I shoot like whatever lens I'm on, I'll change it to like whatever depth. Yeah. Yeah. And I shoot solely with those. Do you, does it have white card? Does it have a white card? It does, but okay. I never, I, no. I put that little mag. Like, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. You're telling me that. It. Yeah. That's so okay. cool. Okay. What does your mag mod do? It diffuses the light. No, I understand. Oh. Like generally, what, but do you aim it at the person? Nope, forty-five You're, degrees behind me, towards the wall. Why do you use a mag mod cool. when you're diffusing backwards? I don't know. It's just is cool. this this is this is probably where I I'm gonna like. <laughs> I look like I don't know what I'm well, doing. Well, in LA, I shot fashion, so I know well, we what I'm had, doing. We had we had studio lights to, for fa like for stuff like that. We yeah. would have like stuff that you would you know disperse light off of your background and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. But flash is comp 
completely different. I think. Yeah, yeah, I do. I always, I'm always shooting up. Always up. Always For some up. reason, yeah. I don't know why. I just like think white card is cool. Sometimes I'll <laughs> shoot up if it's card. like a really, really high ceiling. Yeah. yeah. If it's a really, really low ceiling or if there's a white wall behind me, I always shoot behind me because yeah. that's a great, that diffuses that light. But if it's an orange yeah. wall, which we have a lot of those here, there you mm -hmm. go. I will definitely shoot up. Okay. Shoot that's straight. why I like the mag mod. You can yeah. put little filters if you're shooting against an orange wall. Is that that's what I got in there? I got a little thick. <laughs> I literally looked at it. I was like, ah, you I don't can need totally that. do that. You can put a blue. <laughs> gel over your Stop. light if you're hitting a, a orange wall didn't know that because i'm always I, I toss that i think i have it in like a like closet no. <laughs> or you can use oh my gosh y'all or you I can use it like that. for sunsets donnie you is could... disappointed <laughs> <laughs> i think i think back in my day like we use flashes okay. for everything because cameras kind of suck like you needed flash yeah. just to even take a picture yeah y'all don't need that like we no one needs that these days you can literally take a picture at like 12 thousand iso literally which yeah. i think i've had i've had to do I, i've yeah. done it a few and times <laughs> it, works it looks out. great and then uh, the whole like denoising and oh and lightroom now. now there's the new stuff and yeah. then that stuff's scary you don't even have yeah. to know photoshop anymore with the new generative yeah. fill which AI is, make it better yeah done Jeez. but anyway back to flashing flashing yes. is important but the little color gels are kind of cool for sunsets you can put a color on them. I think it's blue and it makes these suns, the sunset more pretty. You tell your, your flash. To make it like oranger? It makes it oranger. Oranger. Yeah. You tell weird. your camera that you're shooting in, in regular light and maybe you put an orange filter on. There's a little trick. You, yeah. you basically lie to your camera, change the color of the light and it makes the sunset more dramatic. Well, I know we learn something new every day. Yeah. Kind of cool. Anyway, really cool. destinations are fun. Uh, let's get back to that. Yeah. So. <laughs> This isn't a flash. Okay, Danielle. So going back to like the early years in your career, what were some of the mindset shifts or big decisions you made that set you on a path for where you are now? Probably learning client experience. Mm. Uh, really kind of delving in and making them feel like they're really serviced mm. was something that I learned over time that I think now is something that my clients get to benefit from with the planning wow. process. Um, no I one thinks about that. In I the was about to say, years. I don't feel like anyone no, else would have said that. And I'm so thankful she did because yeah. that is so big. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, when I started, I mean, I went, you know, 15 weddings my first year, 33 the next, and then it was like 64 the next, and then 53 last year. And I've got, 49 this year I'm not wow I've noticed that when you do too much you take on too much you can't you don't have enough time to really delve into your client experience as much but that's something I learned over time mm -hmm. and you know giving myself a little bit less work to do a little bit more free time I can put like for engagement sessions when a client's like you know we want to do our session like you were kind of thinking like rustic field we go on Pinterest. Let's, you know, p take photos that I've done, take photos that I think they are kind of trying to envision, put it in a mood board and send it to them and say, what do you think about this? Like on June 19th at like six o'clock, it just makes them feel important. They have a mood board to look at and go, oh, wow, she mm. gets it. Or she was thinking, you know, we were thinking like downtown Nashville, you know, with boots, a little dress and maybe, you know, kind of Broadway. Well, great. We should do that like at sunrise because it's the only time you should shoot up at uh, Broadway mm -hmm. in Nashville at sunrise. 
and put up together a little mood board and say, what do you think about this? Yeah. Has just a bunch of different, you know, photos of that in that area. Or when a client books immediately responding with like a, an, a, an email and giving them a wedding guide, something that you put together with your words as to how you shoot and what to expect on your day. And it gives them something in return. Again, you, they're paying a deposit or a retainer, sorry. They're giving you money. So yeah. you want to make them feel like they're being responded to right away. And is that all, all that automated mm. for you? No. I have to sit at my computer and type it out. And you're and doing attach. that for 50 weddings a year. Yeah. The, I will say yeah. I won't do auto- many, automation is, is good, but I know when I get an automated automation yeah, in my, sure. in my <clears throat> mailbox. And I know when I have a written out email. Yeah. And I think your, your brides and, and, and all of your clients know that. You know, we, we know when we're getting that, oh, wait, this is from Danielle mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. And so there's a beauty in that. And yeah, there's other things we can always automate. And, okay. But there, there is, there is a level of craftsmanship and hand service that goes into it that makes you special. And so I really admire that. Mm-hmm. I think it just, I think I had to sit down and be like, what do I like? Like I, I sent a piece of furniture out to a guy here just to kind of refurbish. And it was two months went by and I was like, you know, gone, I haven't gotten a text yet. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bug him. And I kind of put myself in the shoes of that's a bride waiting for photos or mm. that's a bride waiting for a response from an email. And I think that not you don't have to have constant contact. I don't think you have to send multiple emails. But check-ins are fantastic. Yeah, Check-ins make you feel seen as a client to be like, oh, it is like six months out from my wedding. This is what you should do for your six-month check-in. Like, hey, like... You know, we we haven't started working your timeline yet, but this is a great time if you're save if you're save, doing your save the dates. Let me know if you have issues downloading any of your engagement photos. Do you want mm-hmm. me to help you? If you want to send me like your password or your uh, email to Vistaprint or Minted, if you're trying to do it, if you have any issues, just reach out. Cool. Totally fine helping you. Make sure those photos fit. There's different ways to incorporate check-ins with your clients. Creating guides are great. Um, like engagement session guides to show like outfits, colors, locations, mood boards are great for them to see what their session is going to look like. I love the mood board idea. What about, but going back, do you have reminders set? You can, I, you can set tasks through HoneyBook. That is true. And it'll say like, Hey, you know, or whatever you want to write in it as your task. Um, another thing that I do, Oh, uh, I usually set up timeline meetings through zoom. That's great. And people hate, but people are like, oh, why are you doing all of these meetings? Like taking them, I'm like, it's just, it's nice to just sit down and see someone face to face and say, I sent you a questionnaire. I want to go over our first draft of the timeline together. Mm-hmm. Sometimes not every client wants to do a Zoom meeting, yeah. but a lot of them do. You've yeah. Heard a lot of them surprised. do. A lot of them yeah. do. That's cool. so cool. Spending a lot more time and effort on my part than I'm getting paid for, obviously, but I don't know. It just feels more well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. Clients. My next question is, how did you get 36 hours in a day? <laughs> I'm just yeah, playing. Yeah, gosh. <laughs> I, I wish I could. Because, like, I got up this morning. Like, I just landed. I got in at, like, 1030 last night. And, like, we're doing construction on our house soon. And then, so I had the contractors and the HVAC guys coming out at 9 o'clock this morning. And I was like, I'm on a podcast from 3 to 5. And then, you know, my man's looking at me goes, do I get to see you today before you leave again? I was like, Yeah. We'll go out to lunch, and I'm on my phone the whole time. And he's just like, "Really? I'm like, wow. I, I'm so sorry. I'm just, I gotta, I'm just gonna book this Airbnb." 
Yeah. Yes. I just yes. feel bad. I just there's not enough time to do everything. Mm. So I got I got to step back a little bit and take yeah. less. Yeah. So I, I think that's something focus. we all can learn from, myself included. And I catch myself doing the same thing with my wife, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Which is one reason you, you noticed that I had a work phone, right? And so that was one reason I'm like. I want to be able to have this kind of separated and separate my life a little more because that's a huge part of, you know, all of this is having that separation between work and life when you're really, you're a personality as a wedding photographer, you are a personality. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's huge to be able to step back. I think that's really cool. And we talked, we, we, we talked some about managing our time and I think it was last week's podcast and, it was about you know having a virtual assistant and all that, and that's something that I'm looking into. And I think it's really cool to be able to, what can we, well, how can we make the most of our time with the people we love and with the brides that we love as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's so cool. Thank you for sharing all of that. And mm-hmm. man, just I learned so much already from this podcast. <laughs> learned more about Danielle Ozo, <laughs> and I've learned more about how to become like a genuine wedding photographer, like a genuine person, a genuine someone who man. just likes to work a lot. Workaholic. Hey, <laughs> same here. Same here. I mean, I'm always doing something. Yeah. That's it's the way so the cool. anxiety can't find me is if I'm working. Yes. Wow. It's my great hidden tool. Yeah. I, I, I know. <laughs> Isn't that true? I know it. I know it. Danielle, thank you. I yeah. appreciate you taking time out of your day to come and say hi to everyone watching and especially us and just making this special. Yeah. Super thank cool. Thank you so yeah. much for having me and letting me man a mic. You I, didn't, I don't think I swore. Yay me. <laughs> Good shot. I don't think I can tell you were holding it way back. <laughs> I know, at one point I was like, uh, <laughs> finish. Magical. Yeah. Yes. Heck. Good. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> Trying to be clean, folks. We're going to beep all of those words. <laughs> just, just go, <laughs> burp, 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 whatever button yeah. that is. Yeah. Next time, um, you got to help me find that button so oh we can just man, press it. There's like, we have a whole set of them over here. Okay. I, s- I just want to press a pastel button. Oh, wait. Oh, well, we'll oh. figure it out later. It didn't work. That's all right. Anyways, time. closing off, everybody, I appreciate you watching. If you're watching this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're watching this, go ahead and give us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Share it with some of your friends. And if you're not already a member of Shoot the Veil, do it now. Go ahead and hop on our Instagram or website, wherever it is. Follow us and join the community. We want to learn more from you. We would like to talk with you, talk with Danielle, learn from her, and follow all of the work that's going on. So... Go to shoottheveil.com, download the app, make your account, and we would love to be able to talk with you and just all around be connected as photographers and learn from one another. That's right. Danielle's got a great business. You can have a great business. Connect on Shoot the Veil. Follow me. Follow her. I'll teach you all the mistakes you shouldn't make. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I've already done them. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you guys next time.